Okay, so here we are back again, thriving in the word, and we have with us Ben and Mike and Lenny and Dave, myself, Judah, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go off the rails just a little bit. We're gonna have a discussion about aliens, which apparently is Ben's favorite topic in the world. Oh. Gee, I, I, I do. It's it has to do with like what does it have to do with what our main topic is? Yeah, well, uh, you know, but if we're gonna talk about like like. Biblically, or yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll look at what, what the Bible has to say, a Christian's perspective on it. I mean, hey, whatever. We'll we'll just kind of kind of rant, and you know, maybe this will end up being five minutes long, and maybe it'll be, <laughs> and then we'll have to restart, or it'll be, uh, or it'll be longer. I don't know. So I'm uh, just kind of. Are we talking about outer space aliens or illegal aliens in our country? I think or? out of space. Out of space uh, aliens. Uh, 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 yeah, because they, they recently space, did the whole space. the whole like congressional hearings about you know. You know, aliens and, and are they real? If they are real, like how does that relate to the Bible? How, what's a Christian's perspective on that? You know, such things as that. So just kind of, kind of figured to open up the the can of worms, to chat about it a little bit, see if it goes anywhere, and if not, then uh, then we'll pull the plug. So, <laughs> have you seen any UFOs, Mike? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But sometimes, like just even being a Christian, I almost feel like an alien sometimes. Yeah. Well, actually, that, that that's actually a good. Uh, a good point and an interesting place to start because um, if you look in the King James, you know the uh, the word alien is used uh, more more in the context of what Dave was saying. But um, you know, talking about uh, Abraham, he was a stranger in a strange land. He was an alien. Um, all these people were, but even us as followers of Christ, hey, if you think about it, we belong to a kingdom that is not of this world, right? So. So then that therefore makes us all uh, all aliens as well. Ambassadors, aliens, however you want to see it. But we're, we're, we're representing a heavenly kingdom, you know, a kingdom that's not here. So, yeah. I, I went to high school with a, with a kid who literally claimed that he saw a UFO in his backyard. I thought you were going to say, I went to high school with an alien. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. What, what you guys take on it? Um, well, I, I mean, when it comes to, like, aliens and stuff, I... The chances of them, of something not being out there, I mean, the chances, okay, so like, what is, what's the possibility of this planet existing the way it does? You you, you know, like, the number, like, the Yeah, the I, I of, don't like, remember, it, but it's, it's, winning the lotto pers- 20 times. Yeah, or more than that, like 70,000 times in a row or something. Yeah. It's preposterous. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but at the same time, it's like, but there's so many, pl- like, there's so many uh, stars out there, and there's got to be so many planets. I mean, so there is like a possibility in my mind. Um, I've watched like all you know throughout my life like all kinds of sci-fi stuff, Star Wars. I've watched it so many times. I now watch it in different languages just to keep it interesting. <laughs> you know, Star Trek and all those shows and Doctor Who and you know so like seeing like like thinking of aliens and like how some like everybody other than like Doctor Who and I think like Star Trek went a little bit into this. It's usually like there's some they're, they're usually based off of something we already know. Right, like they're humanoid, or uh, like Jabba the Hutt was a giant slug. You know, it's like where you, Doctor Who, like one of them, like it was like was it? Well, I mean, she was, it was supposed to be a quote unquote human in the future, but it was like a, like a piece of skin just hanging, mm-hmm. being held by a frame. <laughs> it was like, and it was an alien. You know, it's like, it's like that's the only episode of. Doctor Who I've ever seen before, and I was like, "What in the world is this show?" Really? Yeah, it's the only one I ever saw, and I abandoned it after that. Well, okay, so I, I was, that was a show I was hearing about. Uh, a lot of the stuff, like uh, commentators I watched online, they were they were 
like they would mention it offhand here and there. And I'm like, well, I got to check this out. And then literally is when my sister was in the hospital and I knew I needed something. So I'm like, all right, well, this is the time. Good. If I'm going to get into this and it's as good as people were making it out to be, I'm going to get into this mm-hmm. and I'm going to need this. And like, yeah. So like through her entire time in the hospital, like I literally had enough episodes where I was watching the newest one, like Christmas day. Cause I watched, I just like dove into the show mm-hmm. and, uh, it's one of the things, like, if you can get over, yeah, like the, what is this I'm watching? <laughs> if you can get over that, it's, it's actually, uh, for the most part, well done. Uh, I think my favorite is Peter Capaldi. He was a really excellent actor, and he took horribly, horribly written scripts. And that was shown when they got rid of him, and the next one took over, just how badly this show was being written. Mm. And because he was such a good actor, he made it, he sold it. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, it's, this is all him, mm. because this is ridiculous. <laughs> and that, that you know, uh, but for aliens, it's like, yeah, there's, or you, and I'm sure this will come up that maybe they're demons, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe it's their, you know, or maybe people are seeing spirits and they, they are assuming, you know, cause like what's it? Some angels have covered in eyeballs and wings and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, what do you guys think? Any, any thoughts? I try to give credibility to anybody that says anything because um, what do I know? I don't know. You know, I don't know the truth as far as that goes. Let's talking about aliens. Um, uh, you know, supposedly our government, the people that run our government, uh, talking about the articles that were just out here in the congressional hearings, we have I love the you know, timing. pieces of, uh, what's that? I love the timing. The timing, yeah. We've got... Uh, we've every, got- every major city is currently in a crime wave. Yeah. The economy is the worst it's been. It's diversionary, decades. you know, and I'm, 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 you know, all of a sudden, yes. So, so that's a good point too. There's a lot of diversionary things, Trump indictments and all that, but we won't get in. Let's stay on aliens. And so, what was it? I, I just briefly you know, glimpsed at some of the articles in the paper that, you know, we have. Um, do we have parts of aliens? Do we have re- recovered items that were from outer space? Whether it's um, you know vehicles or parts of uh, remains of aliens I, I don't know it's I don't know what to believe on that and you know was it was really brought to light and said yeah this is it and then now they're coming back with the theories some people might call them conspiracy theories that no we didn't land on the moon I don't know if you've been reading that. They've put that They've in the paper. They've been saying that for that. years. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but there but was it's a coming lull back around. It. It yeah. been, it's coming back again yeah, now. I didn't know it was coming Only back recently that you know people are challenging again. Yeah, here's here's you know here's some proof that we didn't land on the moon. Here's what they did. And I'm thinking, okay, that's an old Rod Serling episode. You know yeah. where these guys land? They, they think around and. Dude, it was a so, it was a Desi Lu production. A Desi Lu production. Okay. It took you a second, but you got that. Yeah, I I got that. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, it, you know, aliens. It, it it'd be nice. I'd like to think that if there were, there's other beings that you know God created. Uh, you know that they, um, you know that they're friendly. That they're not evil. They're not as you might as you suggested possibly been he, Satan's or you know devils or evil. Uh, if if people really did see that, but. Again, like the Loch Ness monster, I'm, and, and I'm like everybody else. I'd like to see some darn proof. You yeah. know. Do you do you want to capture it in at the zoo? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, 
it's funny because I want proof on that, and yet I don't want to be like Thomas. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm thinking, as I'm telling you guys that, immediately into my mind, God has just put, oh, so you want to be like Thomas, you want proof like that. You know, because I, I have my faith and I believe, and I, and, you know, there's times when, you know, I, I question, I go, okay, how is this, how is it? No, I just have to have faith in that. And so, but is it right also to just have faith that, yeah, there's other people? Okay, possibly there is. So I'm, I'm mixed on it is my final answer. Okay, so let, let's say the aliens are real yes. and they come to the earth. Yes. Are you going to expect E.T. or, like, the predator? That's quite a, a, a diverse selection there. Because E.T. is, like, this yeah. cute, lovable guy. I understand guy. that I know what the predator is because yeah. I've at least seen one of those way back when, and I think I saw E.T. way back when, and I could picture the two, and they're... I'll picture they're Marvin the Martian, okay? Oh, he's cute, but he wants to destroy the Earth because it's degrees apart. disrupting now, his view of I Venus. I could picture uh, an old movie, and you guys are mostly young, uh, younger than me. Uh, it was called My Favorite Martian. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw it, the reruns that with... You know, they used to Ray, do uh, film on Bixby cable. Yeah. was in it, and I forgot who played the Martian. He would raise his hand. I'm thinking, okay, could he be somebody nice like that? <laughs> but again, humanoid, though. And that's what we came up with. And you were talking about before... You know, what would they look like? And you're doing the same thing, Ben. Is it a E.T.? Is it a predator? Well, I'm between? talking about, like, how would it act? How would it act? Okay. Would it be like, I, I'm your friend. I just want to go home. Or I'm here. I'm going to kill you all and move on well, to the next planet. Well, yeah. And we're influenced. Let me answer that by saying we're influenced by Hollywood and the movies we see and the people around us. So if we think of E.T., we go, oh, my God, I would love to meet one of them, you know, coming down. If we think of the Predator, no, we wouldn't want, you know, skinning you alive and burning and eating you, whatever. So it's, it's all of that is in, in the minds of the or in the imagination of uh, Hollywood uh, writers and, and, and directors and producers. And so we're subject to that because we're influenced by that. If I were to say to you or anybody in here, Come up with your own idea of what an alien would look like, what, what somebody from out of this world would look like. It, it's going to be tough in my mind. You guys challenged me on this. It's going to be tough to totally erase out of your mind what you've been influenced by. Yeah? Uh, you know, from, uh, okay, wait a minute. We'll if have, you didn't well, see an alien on TV, what would it look like? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah, Mike. Yeah. And it's hard to envision that because you're going to be influenced to some degree by something you saw, whether it was the Predator or E.T. or anything yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah. It's a gigantic, they look like gigantic slugs. Mm. And they go, well, and, 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 that's, and that's the thing, too, is it's like, uh, you know, a lot of people or a lot of the depictions all tend to be reptilian, right? And so so that, that was one of the theories behind the whole, like, demonic side of things that, well, it's like, you know, generally we, we view... Um, uh, demons is kind of reptilian. I mean, you know, you think about the the snake in the garden, kind of deceiving Eve and whatever else like this, and kind of get this idea. And then, well, maybe it's maybe it's that. I mean, maybe not. But I mean, that that seems to be kind of like the predominant. Yeah, you have the 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 sloth, and you have the you know the other kind of anomalies. But it seems like by and large, like that's generally kind of what we gravitate towards. Now, to Mike's point, if we'd never seen an alien movie, what would we have come up with? I don't know. I mean, now, now, see, and this is the thing that's difficult, too, because, like, you watch, say, documentaries, and they'll pull up, like, these, um, like, uh, Egyptian, like, uh, wall art, like, drawings and stuff, and you'll see, like, these alien kind of looking beings, and, 
And uh, and it's like, well, number one, can I believe what I'm seeing on TV right now? You know, I mean, are, are these producers? I mean, for example, um, one of the, one of the uh, uh, things that we've kind of enjoyed watching over the years is Shark Week, right? Because like, you know, Discovery does a Shark Week and they have all these things. And uh, and I like the the extravagant things like the the megalodon, you know, things and whatever else like that. But the reality of it is, and, and they'll show like these videos, like footage of these things. And then it comes out that a lot of this stuff is just like fabricated just for, you know, and they're, they're not really documentaries as much as they are like mockumentaries. They're kind of posing as documentary, but it's very, very loosely based on reality. And so even with some of these, say, say these drawings within these, you know, whatever tombs or whatnot, it's like, well, are, you know, is that really what's there? Okay, well, let's assume that it is what's really what's there. Is that really what they were depicting or was it something else? It's hard for us to really no, you know. And, and there's been interpretations on that. I'm, you know, I wasn't looking for that specifically. I've read books on it. I'm, 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 I'm heading to Egypt in September, oh, and nice. I will be in some of those places you talked about. I'll be in a lot of pyramids, and I'm going on a very private tour uh, with my wife, and I'm going to check some of that out now. I didn't think of it before, but now that we brought up, I, there's other things that I want to see because they've got, you know, the, the most vast collection in the world in Egypt of, of all the ancient artifacts. And, and now they've just opened their new museum, the Egyptian Museum. It's, 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 I've read about it, it's supposed to be fabulous. So I'm gonna check some out because way back when, I may have brought this up before, so I don't know why I would have, but I'm, uh, and, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, these books, but for a while there was this guy, some people call him a quack, but I read his books. Me and my cousin were got into it. We read, he had about four, five, six books. And his name was Eric Von Daniken. And did you ever hear of him, Ben? No, I just love the name. That's, that's a name. That's a yeah. mouthful, yeah. <laughs> pick up one of his books or go online and see if you can get it or read it online. And he had those things that Jude is talking about. And, and, and he had exactly what you were talking about. He had um, uh, depictions. He said, here, there were people here before us that could have been gods or there could have been a superhero race could have been you know illegally aliens and he, he showed them in rocket ships he says this is but again it was an interpretation as you were right. saying judah but it was very fascinating to me i was young at the time when i read these books go back a ways yeah. but um you know and people were debunking them but others were you know he had a huge following eric von daniken mm. well you know and, and and this kind of you know uh leads to um, like what we call the gap theory, right? Which is Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2, which says, Genesis 1-1 says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then verse two says, the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. And so there's many people that speculate that, that, um, that something happened between verse one and verse two, because it says God created the heavens and earth. And, it, and it's almost as if, God had created it in its completeness and it was complete. And then now you see it's formless and void and there's like nothing there. So it's like, well, what happened between God creating it? And then now, now are they just, are they just stating it almost as a, as a, as a chapter heading, God creates the heavens and earth. And then, oh, here's how it all happened. Or are they stay, stating it as a timeline saying God created the heavens and the earth and okay, but now where we are in the story is it's formless. Like as if God had could have potentially created 
other worlds, other civilizations, um, and then either abandoned them or they destroyed themselves or who knows what, fill in the blank, because it is a blank. We don't know what, what could go there. Um, and then now we're at a point of him starting over again. So so that's that's certainly one thing. Then, obviously, kind of to, to what you were uh, alluding to, then there's the whole concept of like the Nephilim, right? Which is, you know, which the Bible talks about the the uh, the the sons of uh, what the gods sleeping with the daughters of man or whatever else like that and and then from that um, you get these uh, at least biblically you get these like races of uh, of giants and such things as that where of which Goliath was and um, I think Og of Bashan was and there was several others that were these giant you know humans that were supposedly kind of like this this crossbreed you know, demon slash person or whatever the case may be. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's, I mean, it is in the Bible that, that part is, uh, what, what, what are the, what are these Nephilim, well, you know? Well, so. you, you have, after the earth was populated, men and women, you, we have to remember, and, and, and you guys may know this or have heard of this too. And, you know, when I'm getting into too deep, cause we probably could go all day on these things. Um, where what happened when Satan and his followers were thrown out of heaven? Where go. did they go? Right. And, and this goes back to what Judas talking went, about. Went the, the, they went to the Elthocentarian solar system. <laughs> they went to Graceland, and they <laughs> got, anyway. Um, you know, the as Judas said, the crossbreeding. You know, the mixed breed was created in giants, and we can you know you can read more about that, but. I'm saying, all right, were they part of who did that, and is that part of what created the, you know, the evil in, in man, the inherent evil? I don't know. You know, it, it just, but where did they go? I mean, it's just a question, and in, in this, you know, it ties in with aliens. You know, they were aliens. They were cast out of heaven. Where did they go? Yeah, well, right now there's this huge thing, this emphasis on, like, the lizard people, right, where people, like, kind of speculate, like, oh, Justin Bieber is a lizard person or this person or that, and it's, like, like kind of implying that they're, kind of crossbreed something or other this or that because of some little flash in their eyes or like these these like kind of you know and, and that's kind of the problem with the whole conversation of aliens in general is that there's so much misinformation out there that it's hard to actually find real information you know that's why I, that's what i'm saying i i'm reserving judgment i'm certainly not going to just denigrate people i say okay yeah you were you know, if people come up and say, yeah, you were uh, not everybody, but uh, every day, but yeah, you were, uh, you know, captured and uh, kidnapped by aliens and taken away for, a, a, you know, a week and then just dropped back where you were. Okay, you, you were. That's great. I cannot disprove or prove that. So I just leave it as it is. We just don't have accurate information on, you know, is that possible? You know, and if so, you know, <laughs> but people believe they actually were. There's a barn at a Great Barrington, Massachusetts. They, there's a documentary, I think on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. Um, but, like, they had, like, 60 to 100 abductions at this, like, barn or at this farm. Yeah. I'm like, whatever they got going on there is just, that, that's, that's the enemy for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, to even branch off of to what you were saying about the fallen angels, I mean, if, if that's where we belong, if we're ambassadors and we're aliens of this earth, right, um, and we're going somewhere, I think that there are probably di there's other dimensions that exist. I, I think. I mean, because Ephesians six 
10 through 12 just helps me kind of like ease my mind about everything in this world. And it says, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. And when I think about, you know, uh, uh, conspiracy theories, when I think about uh, uh, war, when I think about just the government, anything you can think of that is just like, there's literally nothing that I might be able to do to change the state of that. But the one thing I can do is give someone, you know, truth and hope. And hopefully they can have access to have eternal life, mm. to go to where I'm going because I'm not from here, right? And then it reads on verse 12, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Of the unseen world. All right. That's why I'm saying dimensions, right? And then so against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Wow. I mean, I feel like that gives us enough meat and potatoes to think like, oh, there is a lot going on. But the thing is, is that it says it's all unseen. And that's why it says it starts it, like all of uh, chapter six is just like a call to God's people. Um, you know, how children ought to obey their, fa their, their parents and how, you know, slaves ought to, uh, you know, uh, be a servant of, of Christ. You know, like, uh, like, let me just read that. Verse five, slaves, obey your earthly masters with deep respect and fear. Serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. Uh, try to please them in all that you do and try uh, not just when they are watching you. As slaves of Christ, you will, um, as slaves of Christ, do do the will of God with all of your heart. Work with enthusiasm as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people, right? And so like that, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying that at least verse seven, that's what I wanted to get to, mm -hmm. is that it helps me um, not like worry about what somebody might say about me, like their judgment on me. I'm just gonna continue to represent where I'm from. And, and it's not from here. Mm. And, and so, so that, that helps me just kind of have a, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, at least for me, it helps me ha put my mind at ease when it comes to aliens or yeah. extraterrestrial things, yeah. because it's so there's so many agendas of what they're trying to push to with sure. information. You know what I mean? And there's information that they're also not really giving. Oh, well, yeah. Obviously, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, so just, so just that right there tells you, yes, yeah, it's real. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, for me. Oh, it, it is real. <laughs> I, I believe it's real. I, I don't have proof of that type of alien. However, as you're talking, I'm thinking about this, and I really don't dwell on it because I don't have time to think about that. I'm thinking about the Bible, and I'm thinking about in here, and I'm thinking about our world, the world here. And as you said, we're not of this world, uh, and all of this will pass, and, you know, we forget about that. It'll be gone, and every now and then that comes into my mind. I go, and it, it disgusts me that, you know, I'm, I'm so uh, in, inured in, in everything in this world, you know, and, and I, go, I go, it's not going to be here. It's nothing. I was born with nothing. I will die with nothing. And, and so relative to what we're speaking about here, who are the aliens? Could they be a lot of these people— 
that are put on that are on this earth right now, and I don't, you know, I don't want to see, you know, go out, you know, have a lynch mob and go after them. But I'm just thinking, as we're talking about this, uh, you know, different people that you know are in just, you know, almost trolls that are in different positions that you know incite people to. Uh, go against Christians, to go against faith, to go against God, to, you know, just disrupt the whole, you know, God's whole plan or try to do that. That's what I think. Could it be mm. some, they're mm. right here with us. Well, you, you know, and, and Lenny had kind of mentioned the, the, the barn with the abductions and whatever. And anytime you hear any or see any interviews or read any accounts of abduct, of abductions, are they good or bad? They're usually bad. They're usually bad. It's not like they're giving them cotton candy and like letting them watch movies. <laughs> you know, they're not giving them back they rubs. They did this to me or they did that to me. Right. It's always bad. It's always negative. Right. And and so uh, and again, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where where all that you know comes from. But but on the flip side too, I mean, just the whole angelic side of things. I just want to read this little um, excerpt from from Ezekiel, um, and I'm sure that some of you you know know kind of where, where we're going, but it's like you read uh, Ezekiel and it just goes into all kinds of stuff. I'll start with chapter one, verse four. It says, I looked, I saw a windstorm coming out of the north, an immense cloud flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal, and in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was human, but each had four faces and four wings, and their legs were straight, and their feet were like those of a calf and gleam like burnished bronze under their wings on their four sides they had human hands all four of them had faces and wings and the wings of one touched the wings of another each one went straight ahead and they did not turn as they moved their faces looked like this each of the four had faces of a human being and on the right side each had the face of a lion and on the left side the face of an ox and each had the face of an eagle such were their faces they each had two wings spread out upward, each wing touching that of the creature on the side, and each had two wings covering its body, and each one went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go without turning as they went. The appearance of the living creatures was like burning coals of fire or like torches. Fire moved back and forth among the creatures. It was bright, and lightning flashed out of it, and the creatures sped back and forth like flashes of lightning. As I looked at the creatures, I saw a wheel on the ground beside each creature, with its four faces. This was the appearance of the structure of the wheels. They sparkled like topaz, and all four looked alike. Each appeared to be made like a wheel intersecting a wheel. As they moved, they would go in any one of the four directions the creatures faced, and the wheels did not change direction as the creatures went. The rims were high and awesome, and all four rims were full of eyes all around. When the living creatures moved, the wheels beside them moved, and when the living creatures rose from the ground, the wheels also rose. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, and the wheels would rise along with them because the spirit of the living creature was in the wheel. When the creatures moved, they also moved, and when the creatures stood still, they also stood still. When the creatures rose from the ground, they rose with them because the spirit of the creatures was in the wheel. So, I mean, it just kind of keeps going around. I mean, it's like, like, I don't know. Like, what is all that stuff? You know? I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's his interpretation of seeing angelic beings of some form or another which he physically saw in this vision, whether it was real, whether it was imagined, I don't know. I mean, but but if we saw that, that, that would be pretty trippy, I think. Yeah. Keep in mind now, he's, I, I would love to read the original. That's from Ezekiel. Yeah, dude, yeah right? Ezekiel 1, so yeah. So keep in mind, I, 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 I would love to read the original text of that, language of that, because Ezekiel wrote that at about 592 B.C., 
That's when he preached. He was part of the 10,000 um, Jews that the Babylonians uh, took to this uh, settlement. And so he started, that was about 597. About five years later, he starts preaching. So let's say 590 or so BC. Think about how long ago it was. And, and did you just listen to what Judah said, the description that this guy, this guy, this, this prophet is saying this back then at five, I'm thinking, holy explicitness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. It's not just like somebody on the street saying here, way back then, yeah. you know, 500 plus, 590 years before Christ, he's talking like that right. to people. I'm thinking, okay, something was going on here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, something was going on and it's like, we don't know. We don't know what was there. We don't know what's, you know, of, of this world, what's of other worlds. I mean, like I kind of alluded to before, if you think of heaven, right, where, where is heaven, right? Like we don't really know, but we generally think that it's somewhere away from here. It's not on this planet, right? So any heavenly being that would be here would in essence be extraterrestrial, right? So any, any angel, any demon, any, anything, not that a demon would come from there, but like as Dave said, I mean, the, what was the difference between angels and demons? I mean, there was nothing at the time. There was a third of them cast out of heaven, right? And came down to this earth. So we know that. Some people say, well, they're spiritual beings and not physical. And yet, even in the Bible, we see physical accounts of them. So which gives us the idea that they have the ability to maybe make themselves visible or not. I, I, don't, I don't entirely know. I mean, you know. Judah asked a question at the beginning, you know, where do we fall on this? You know, what do you think about it? Do you believe it or not? Put yourself back 590 BC you know, or any of the prophets we studied, but let's talk about Ezekiel because Judah read a very stirring passage there. Where would you fall? Would you fall on the side of the Israelites who generally didn't pay attention, disregarded the prophets, and then they suffered? Would you say, this guy's a crackpot? He's nuts. Or would you be one of the very few if there were any that actually believed him and said, okay, I got to do something here. I've got to change because most of them did not do that. And then take that question to today. Somebody like Ezekiel, we, you know, prophet, we, we think we don't have prophets. There's, there's prophets out there. But if somebody was saying that and, and they were warning us, they were giving us a warning, a dire warning, rhetorical question. Which side of the fence would you fall on? Yeah. Believe it or not believe it? Ask yourself that question to relate this to our studies. Well, here. and if you think of it like, like, you know, as far as our own core beliefs, right? Most Christians believe in interdimensional beings, beings that can go back and forth between multiple dimensions, mm. which is pretty trippy if you think about it. Mm. You know, I mean, it's just like, you know, I mean, we think about, you know, angels appearing to somebody. I mean, that's interdimensional, right? It's like you were there and then you weren't there. You appeared out of where? You know, you think of... An angel was with me and told me this and that and... Right, right. and, and, and we, we kind of like look at the spiritual side of things. But again, there, there's probably a physical side as well. I mean, we see in the Old Testament, the angel of the Lord, right? And the angel of the Lord was like physically doing things as he was meeting people. I mean, there was the burning bush. There was uh, the angel of the Lord meeting Gideon. Um, there was, uh, you know, the angels that were coming and speaking to Daniel. There was people that were, you know, right. getting visions, right. these elaborate visions, whether or not they were um, real or, or, or just simply a vision. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff. How about, how about an alien that we can all identify with? And now I'll bring this in into a segue here into mm -hmm. what we're studying, if I may. Yeah. Saul, Paul, mm -hmm. there's an alien for you. 
his conversion. I'm looking at chapter nine right here. I go, wait a minute. He, 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 he's right. the abduction of Paul. <laughs> right, right. Think about that. Right. Let, let's relate it. The abduction of Paul. All of a sudden, you know, he he gets uh, captured by this light, and then he becomes an alien himself. Because the people who he was, pers- the people who he was with, the Jews who sent him out to do this, they're, 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 he's alienated to them mm-hmm. because they don't like him anymore. And the people that he is now preaching for, he's preaching for Christ, and nobody, nobody wants they to. They don't go trust near. him. They don't want to touch him with a ten-foot pole because this guy's the one who killed us. He is truly. An alien, if I can tie this all in like that. Yeah, you know, I thought you were going a little somewhere else with that. I thought you were going with Jesus. Because if you think about, I mean, God or the angel appearing to Mary, right, saying you're going to have a child. You're not going to be with a man. You're going to have a child. You know, we're going to be like, we're going to do like Superman. Superman clearly is, is somewhat derivative of this story anyway, right? So, so now you get this alien if you will. Now, when I say alien, I say that with all utmost respect towards God. I'm not saying it derogatorily, but it's like he's not contained in this physical world that we live on. So then he's alien to this world. Since his son, Jesus, who comes, does miracles throughout his life, right? Dies, brings himself back to life again, and then levitates out of the place. I But yeah, if you look at the Bible, though, I mean, if you any of these people that have a relationship with Jesus are just simply not of this world, like Saul before he, you know, yes. came to Jesus. Yeah, he, he, he was he was of this world. He was part. You can of, believe in aliens, but you won't believe well, in Jesus. And I like Judah's analogy. I was only trying to bring it back to Acts, and, I, yeah, Acts, and I'm thinking Acts, of Paul. Yeah, Acts eight, uh, and you, what we're studying right here, what you're saying, right. th- this guy was an alien. And, and I mean, and he was abducted, but he was he was considered an alien by everybody at that time. You guys ever see that that episode of the, the Simpsons with uh, with Poochie? I hope no. you don't feel anything <laughs> against me. I never watched the Simpsons. Ben. Don't hold it against me. I'm serious. Long, long, long story short, is right. like, um, Homer gets, becomes a character named Poochie on the Itchy Scratchy show, and he starts getting a big head, thinking that the character is bigger than it should be, and they write him out. And the way to write him out is they go and they say. I must go now. My planet needs me. And they just show him like going up. Then the way he just described with, mm. with, with Jesus, he's just like, and he just floats up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> like, ben, I must go. My, my planet ben, needs no, me. No, no offense, please, that I'm going to give you here. Don't take this the wrong way. But um, you know Judas 555? Five, five, five? Yeah. You need to bump it up to like 50, 50, 50. 50, 50. <laughs> I would say in the way he was describing it. The way he was describing it. I'm teasing you, Ben. Did you ever... Uh, I mean, you've probably seen the original Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the remake that they did for the no, Sci-Fi Channel? No. See, that one, you were talking about, like, the possibility that we were, like, aliens to begin with and just put on this planet. I mean, spoiler alert, five, four, three, two, one. The end of the show, they are left on a planet, and it ends up being Earth. Mm. Yeah. And so it's... And, and, and they are left in Ethiopia, actually. Mm. <laughs> So they say, like, according to the producers of Battles, the Battlestar Galactica reboot, the hu- humans on Earth started because these people landed yeah. on Earth. Well, you, you, you know, he, here, here's, here's a, a thing. I don't know if you saw that um, documentary years ago, Expelled, with uh, Ben Stein. 
you know, the dry eyes. Oh, like oh the, no, I know Ben Stein. Yeah. I, I, I read his articles. He's in Newsmax magazine okay. all the time. But, yeah, go ahead. So he, I, I he did, did a, a documentary called Expel, which is really great. He's um, a smart guy. He is smart. Very like, smart, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, like ironically smart, like, yeah, surprisingly right? yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the word. Surprisingly. I'm going to bring in it next time I get an issue. I'll bring it in. Read just read. He's very intelligent. Yeah. So um, so he did this whole thing basically about uh, teachers and professors getting ostracized from their school for exploring um, intelligent design. You know, which yeah. is the idea of that maybe yeah. we were put here from something else other than. Uh, evolution in and of itself. So he um, kind of it kind of culminated with him interviewing Richard Dawkins, and, uh, and 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 again Ben Stein again surprisingly smart because all he did was ask a simple question. The only question that he asked him was, "And where did that come from?" So so he's here with like Richard Dawkins and, and he's saying, okay, well, let's talk about, he's like, so where did everything come from? Well, it came from this and it came from that. Well, where did that come from? Well, it came from this and it came from that. And there was a little surge. Well, where did that come from? Well, it came from the single cell or, well, where did that come from? And you know what his final answer was? Richard Dawkins' final answer? Maybe it was put here by alien life. And so, so Ben Stein says, oh, so like intelligent design like something else, had to put it here. And, and I mean, he just like, catch 22, backed him into a corner. And I was like, wow, that was like just, because all he just, all he just said, well, where did that come I from? Guess, I never saw that. And, and that's interesting because Richard Dawkins is highly intelligent himself yes. on the other side, you know, of uh, right. obviously and, evolution. and. But at the end of the day, he couldn't say where the first organism actually came from. And maybe it was planted here like a seed from, from it. now again, we're, we're not saying God is an alien, but with the same logic, it's like, well, God came and says he breathed life. He's the right. one who brings life to this, as we write in Genesis 1-2, right. the earth was formless and without void. Right. There was no life outside of God. He brings the life here, and then that sparks the chain reaction. And Ben Stein, I didn't see that, but that is, that's a great question, because I ask myself that all the time. It's okay. Bueller, pardon. <laughs> Bueller, Bueller. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I just what, what you're saying. Or he asked Dawkins. I'm thinking, okay, if you get to this point, to this point, this, and okay, what about this? What about this? And there is no explanation other than, to me, intelligent design or some something that wow. had to create this. And there is a, there are. Now, some of those, like Rich, uh, what's his name, the guy who died, Stephen Hawking. Hawking, yeah. Even he came to the realization that he said, you know what, um, uh, that, that you, could, you could compromise, you could synchronize, you know, both evolution and science with, with you know, intelligent design and, and having a, a, a being like that. And some of the new, some like Richard Dawkins and Sam Harris. I don't know if you've ever read yeah. Sam Harris. And, you know, same thing. He's, he's like, he wrote this book, you know, it was very moving. You know, it's, it's, it, you have to have a steady faith to read that book and, and you know, and, and not change and say, what the heck, you know. But it goes down to the question that Ben, that ben Stein, Judas said, Ben Stein asked, you know, what then? Where did that come from? Yeah. Where did that come from? Where did that come from? Until you get to here and say, well, where did that come from? There is no answer to that, really. No. An alien being this, that, and we could all give an answer to that. We don't have to be a Richard Dawkins. It's, we don't know. And, and that is the essence of faith, right. is to not know and to believe without knowing. Right. Right. That's the essence of faith, to believe without knowing. And, and, and understanding that 
we are finite that we don't have the capacity to know all that. Right. We just don't. Right. There's things we cannot understand. But because man wants to strive, and we started this conversation off with that with a Elon Musk and this one and that one, and we don't have the capacity to understand everything. As brilliant as some of the people are, to me, the, the probably the smartest, most intelligent person that ever lived on this planet, they called him the master, and I think he was, it was Leonardo da Vinci. Mm. Um, you may have your own particular persons, but after reading a lot of biographies on different people and reading his and, and, and just everything that he did, there was no one smarter, but he didn't have the answer either. Right. He didn't have the answer either, and right. he knew that. Yeah. He, he, he was a brilliant in so many different fields, yeah. it, 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 all kinds of fields. He invented a helicopter way before right. we even thought of it, you know, and, and it's just amazing. But even with his intelligence, we're still finite. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's actually more of a sign of brilliance is is not necessarily knowing things, but it's knowing what you don't know you and what is not able to be known. And some of those things. And when you can come to the realization of, OK, I've, I've, I've kind of come to the end and I can't know further. It's just like the, the whole alien thing. Like, I mean, a lot of it is, uh, is stuff that we're, we, we see snippets from the news and whatever else. And we, we only can see certain things, but we can't prove one way or the other. On the flip side, you got Christians on one hand who are like, this is the beginning of the apocalypse, right? Cause all this alien stuff. And then you got Christians, on the other hand, saying, well, no, because that's against the Bible. There are no other alien species out there. We are the only species of living things. And if you believe otherwise, then then you're you're not really believing in God. And and I think it's OK to be somewhere in the middle to kind of like hold on to these things loosely and say, you know what? I don't know. And if they come up with definitive proof tomorrow that there are aliens that exist and they actually came from another planet, you know, in another universe somewhere or somewhere in our universe, I really don't care. It's like, not for us to know no. right now. It's not. It's just what I'm saying is it's not for us to know everything. As a matter of fact, the people that would say that, I would immediately tell them, go read Revelation if you don't believe in right. this and that. There. Go read Revelation and see what John said about all these beasts and monsters and everything. Anyway. You, yeah. Back on Ben Stein for a second. You ever see ben, when Ben Stein's money? Yeah. Then uh, The thing about that game was the prize money, it either is becomes a contestant or that's what he gets paid for doing the show. So he had so much believe in his own stock that if you won when Ben signs money, he doesn't get paid for that half an hour of TV. Yeah. So I, I think with all of it, again, where it comes down to is it's like, hey, our trust is in someone who is not of this world, <laughs> right? I mean, our trust is in, in Jesus Christ, who is not here. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, who is also not of this world. And we have the Holy Spirit with us. And the weapons of our warfare are not uh, carnal, as this is in the King James, they're not um, physical, but uh, but we are at war with principalities and demonic powers and whatever. And I don't go looking for demons under every rock like some people do, mm. but because um, I mean, even just by nature of basic mathematics, if a third of the angels revolted against God, that means automatically God has twice as many angels as there was demons. And there was no evidence that God ever stopped creating anything he wants to create. He could be creating things right now for all we know, right? It's like, I mean, we, we don't have to have the monopoly of all the information of God. All we have is what God has given us here, which is his word, and that's what we need. It's like we have our little book, and you know what? Beyond that, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we may never know. Hopefully we'll know something someday. 
but I know that there's things that we don't know. Oh, <laughs> you know? Tons so. of it. Yeah, I, I realize that by a lot of things, but more often than not, when there's a discovery in another galaxy or another universe and you read about it and, I, and it's a hundred billion light years away and we just we're just seeing it now a hundred billion years later i'm thinking I, I there's so much that i don't know and realizing what i don't know as you said judah and thinking that you know, this has been created it's just it's just so massive and human mind cannot comprehend it yeah yeah absolutely Absolutely. No matter how brilliant, you know, Stephen Hawking realized it, and he was one of the most brilliant men on, on the planet. Uh, and like I said, my favorite would be Leonardo da Vinci. And yeah. he, he realized that, um, you know, what nature was and, you know, with God. And uh, our society today is just maybe a little lost. Yeah. What if in one of those telescopes they see uh, the aliens have sent an armada of starships to take us out? <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Ben. Ben, remember when I said 50, 50, 50? Yeah, yeah. Let's go to 100, yeah, 100, yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, Let's double those numbers, Ben. Um, yeah, well, I think at the end of the day, we'll wrap up with this. Extraterrestrial life, meaning is there life apart from our world? Yes, absolutely. Because angels and demons and God and Jesus and all of it, I mean, they are not here, right? So, right. so there is something else out there. Is there anything beyond that? And other than that, maybe, maybe, we don't know. Are we having alien technology in our airplanes? Maybe, who knows? <laughs> like, but anyway, any, anyone who's listened, we appreciate it. And I uh, certainly would like comments on aliens if you want to. Uh, ben would definitely like it. And, uh, <laughs> and we're sorry for wasting your time <laughs> with this topic. But no, I think it was, a, it was an interesting conversation. So next week, we'll pick up our regularly programmed uh, uh, discussion of, uh, of Acts and um and we'll get back on track there. But this was this was kind of fun, though. So that's it. We're done. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our discussion today on the Thriving in the Word podcast. We invite you to leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Also consider sharing it on social media. We can't wait to be back together with you at the Thriving in the Word podcast. <laughs>